Are you ready for change? Hit it! That's what I'm talking about! Wait! Okay now, from the beginning. Hit it, boys. You're listening to Mr. Change Agent Podcast with your host, Ron Obed, minister, pastoral counselor, teacher, recovery coach, author, creator of Emotional Relearning. Today, we're going to be continuing in our series of podcasts talking about mental health and things that we can do to have a better outlook on life and better results. And, and we've been talking about some serious things lately. And today, Ron, I understand you want to talk about denial. And uh, that's something I think uh, a lot of us are involved with at one time or another. So No, I don't think I am. Oh, you don't? <laughs> He's knee-deep in denial, right? All right. Well, uh, take it away, Ron. Tell us about something about denial here. Well, I tell you, I never cease to amaze me. Uh, denial is such a serious issue. I work a lot in addictions. No, hold it, Ron. Let's get the joke out of the way. Go ahead. Oh. You've been waiting to say all right, this all day. All right. In, in the addiction field, there's always that saying, denial is not a river in Egypt. Boom, boom. Okay, there. We got that out of the way. Everyone knew it I was, was waiting coming. To, I was waiting I to bring it in there. I can hear millions of moans right now. Yeah, okay. I, w- I was ready to put it in there. Yeah, man. well, now it's over with, so let's All right. continue. All right, well, <laughs> and one of the saddest things is is that when you're trying to help someone and, and you know, they're, they're addicted to, uh, you know, crack or they're addicted to alcohol seems to be even more prevalent because... I can control that, you know, I'm okay. And it just deteriorates, keeps deteriorating, and it's just, it, it gets really hard. And, and what mystifies me the most is if you finally do an intervention, you talk someone into going into treatment, then three years later, maybe two years later, they slip, right? Maybe have a relapse. And so you talk to them, all of a sudden you gotta do it all over again. Oh, I've been there, I did treatment, I don't need it, and on and on and on it goes. Now, according to Mayo Clinic, denial is a coping mechanism that gives you time to adjust to distressing situations. Well, that makes some sense. I mean, something, you know, you, your wife just walked in and says she's going to leave you. <laughs> I'd be in denial, right? I mean, that, that's, that's, whoa, this can't be happening, right? So you get some time to adjust. Uh, you know, the tornado hit and you're sitting out there and you just can't believe it. You know, you're in shock, right? Well, in that case, it's just something. It's like the lamenting, just saying, I can't believe this. Right. So it's right. not like you're denying it totally. Right. You're just you're in shock. You're saying, right. I can't believe this just happened. Exactly. So it's a pro- it gives you time to process. Exactly. But staying in denial can interfere with treatment and ability to tackle challenges. And refusing to acknowledge that something is wrong is a way of coping with emotional conflict, stress, painful thoughts, threatening information, anxiety. You can be in denial about anything that makes you feel vulnerable or threatens your sense of control, such as an illness. That happens all the time. I'm not really that sick. I don't need to see a doctor, right? Addiction, eating disorders. You know, it's just just one more cookie, you know. (laughs) Personal violence, uh, financial problems, or relational conflicts. You can be be in denial about something happening to you or someone else. And when you're in denial, you won't acknowledge a difficult situation. You know, you'll try not to face the facts of a problem, or you'll downplay the possible consequences of the issue. But the truth is, denial is a crippling reality in many of our lives. 
And so denial is not having an accurate assessment or, of the situation and our role in it. And it happens in addictions, financial situations, uh, harsh, you know, a harsh reality that we're having to face. Now, like I said earlier, in the beginning, it's, it's common, right? It's common to have denial. It's a time of adjustment, shock, numbness, overwhelmed, whatever. But we are talking about here now unhealthy denial that's long after any adjustment time. And you mentioned earlier that there could be two types. One, the denial that it's even happening, but maybe even more subtle is that, yeah, it's happening, but I had nothing to do with it. That's yeah. right, exactly. So what are some of the examples of unhealthy denial? Well, how, well, how about a person that witnesses a violent crime but claims they're not affected by it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or refusing to discuss health care directives and wills with your partner when, when they're older and desperately sick, insisting that they're going to get better. You know? There is something creepy about writing a will, though. Oh, I, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> or periodically missing work after drinking excessively the night before, but insists there's no problem because the work is still getting done. You know, we call that functional alcoholism, right? Mm-hmm. We think we think we're okay. Or in desperate financial trouble that you toss your bills aside because you can't bear to open them and not doing anything. I think we've been there. The parent of a teen with drug addiction that keeps giving their child spending money. <laughs> that's, that's boy, it's so complex. Mm-hmm. And, and, and this certainly isn't a put down. These are hard issues, right? You know, a person with chest pain, shortness of breath, doesn't believe those symptoms uh, signal a heart attack and delays getting help. In situations like those, denial might prevent us, you know, or our loved ones from getting help, such as medical treatment or counseling or dealing with problems that can spiral out of control. And they can have potentially devastating long-term consequences. Well, okay, so let's say you're in denial. What can we do about it? Well, I guess you need to ask yourself, how will you know if you're in denial, right? If you're in denial. (laughs) If you're in denial, you know it. But there'll be moments of sanity. I often tell that when I uh, lead a class, there's talking in addictions. And actually, I got it from Terrence Gorski. Uh, He uh, is famous for relapse prevention. And he said, there's a moment of sanity. And I've seen that over and over again. And we have those moments of sanity. We have those moments of ahas. And we need to latch on to them. It's almost a moment of clarity. Clarity, awareness. awareness. Right, exactly. In the worst, and it will happen. And when it comes, we need to honestly assess what's going on you know ask yourself what are we fearing i mean a lot of reject uh, this denial is because of fear what are other people going to say what are they going to think about me what am i going to do if i lose my job what am i going to do i don't want to be sick what i don't want to leave my you know i can't face this i want to stay with my family i love them i don't want to leave right so all these things what if what if it's cancer what if it's you know and so f- there's fear of rejection, fear of failure, fear of consequences. And so we pretend that it will magically go away, or maybe we just numb out. But we need to talk about it. And if that doesn't help, write about it. Journal about it. You know, write it down. Let someone help you think clearly about it. It's only a fear, not a reality. And a fear, it, you know, we can overcome fears. Second thing we can do is consider the consequence of not doing something. You know, they call that in addiction recovery, they call that playing the, playing the tape out, playing the video to the end, right? 
And, you know, we need to, I think we need to play the rest of the news coverage, right? It's a disaster report. Play out the ending. See the devastation. But the good news is we can come and put a Hollywood ending on it if we want. What's the potential if we take proper action? I mean, the Hollywood scripts don't just end with a disaster, right? They write out a good ending. Well, why can't we? Yes, we've got the disaster going on. we got this horrible situation. But with faith and help and others and counsel, we can have a different ending. And we can uh, go back to what we talked about in one of our other uh, podcasts on hopelessness, despair. You know, we can do things about that. And that might be a good one for someone to listen to. And then I think also get help. So not just honestly assess what's going on. Get some help. If you can't make progress dealing with a stressful situation on your own, you're stuck in a denial phase, well, then consider talking to you know, a mental health provider or a pastor or a good friend or a sponsor, someone that can help you, uh, someone that you know, can help you find a healthy ways to cope with the situation rather than trying to pretend it doesn't exist. And, and you need to find that moment of sanity. Uh, see a counselor. Get professional help. You know, if you could have done this by yourself, you would have done it by now. So if you need to, go to a doctor. Get, go to treatment. It takes time to overcome some of these things, and it is hard. But you know what? You're in the situation, and it's not going to get better. You know, these you know, 21, 28-day treatment programs, most cases don't do it. That's just the beginning. For a person that's really, really stuck, sometimes, you know, to change the brain away, it's, it's at least six months to a year. And I, I can't help that. But you have to say, after that, I can rebuild. But you'll never, never, never rebuild if you don't make a change. Yeah. And this stuff, is it needs to be faced. So yeah. you, treatment, counseling, uh, support groups. And here's another one. I've heard so many people, and some of you probably, you know, maybe you've already turned it off and you're not even listening at this point. But some of you are tempted to turn it off because, oh, I've done all that before. Well, yeah, I understand that, but that's an excuse. It's the craving talking. You know, it, you know, if you hurt your leg, broke your leg, and you went to the doctor and he put it in a cast and you got better and three years later you broke it again and said, well, I already, went, I, already, I already did that before. I don't need a cast. I don't need to go see the doctor. I already did that before. Right. <laughs> Listen, your leg is broken, okay? It's broken. Can't help that it was broken before. You did it before? Well, fine. Do it again. And, you know, sometimes it's, it, without being simplistic, it's a matter of getting up. I mean, we sit there... And we're in pain, either physically, emotionally. And I know for one that has experienced pain in the back and legs and such, sometimes you just sit there and it's like, uh, it just hurts to get up. Mm -hmm. And you'll never get down the hall. You'll never get to where you're going. You'll never get anywhere if you don't get up and start taking some steps. Mm -hmm. And you work through it. And uh, you can walk through it. You can work through it. And, and it's not easy a lot of times. Sometimes it is. Sometimes the fear has us so caged in. The big mm -hmm. lies are just, and all of a sudden we're just sitting there. And I re I'm reminded of the story of Houdini. Uh, he could get out of everything. And one time they put him in a jail cell and said, you'll never get out of this. And they just gave him all this stuff. And 
he tried. He tried all these things to get out, and, and I, I'm being very simplistic, but the story goes that when he was done trying, they went right over and just opened the door. It was never locked to begin with. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm sure that's been misrepresented, but that's there's a moral there somewhere. You know, sometimes the, the lock is in our brain. Right. It's, exactly. it's not in there. Exactly. Yeah. And denial, you know, here again, you've got loved ones. They love you if you only knew how much they really love you no matter and i've seen devastation i've seen people hurt their loved ones i've seen so much horrible things happen because of addictions and that and yet the loved ones love them if they'll just get help and if that's you listening today please stop get the help you need you can rebuild you can rebuild I remember when my wife and I lost everything. We lost everything. I mean, no cars, nothing. We had to rebuild. It took a long time. But you know what? We did it. And today when I work with people that have lost things, I'm able to say, you know, I know. I know it hurts. I know you can't, but you got to get up and you got to face it. And you will be 20 years from there. You'll be somewhere two years from now. You'll be somewhere 10 years from now. You'll be somewhere 20 years from now. Why not make it a good place? It starts today. You can get with your loved ones. You can get with whoever it is and figure out a plan. You can get out of this. So please, please, let the aha turn on, and let's get out of denial. Really great stuff, Ron. Uh, I, I, again, would just remind anyone that's listening, uh, don't sit there any longer. If you need to make a change, if you need to call someone, let's do it. Let's do it now. And perhaps uh, it's not for you, but you know someone that would really benefit from hearing this podcast. Please tell them about it. Tell others about these podcasts. Uh, subscribe to it. Like it. Uh, share it with others. And there's a lot more material that Ron Ovid has for you, Mr. Change Agent. You can go to empowerforliving.com or mrchangeagent.com. And in both cases, just go to forward slash resources. You'll see all types of material uh, for you there. Or you can go to the uh, YouTube channel, Mr. Change Agent YouTube. Just type in Mr. Change Agent. An uh, icon will come up. Click that, and you'll be there. And you can like that, subscribe to that, share it with others. And he has a number of books out on Amazon. Just go to Amazon and type in Ronald Ovitt. That's Ronald Ovid, O-V-I-T-T, and all of his books will come up. So thank you for joining us today. Join us again next time for another Mr. Change Agent podcast.